You're listening to the best barbecue show, the show where we talk, taste, and even try to cook the best barbecue in Texas, which is the best barbecue in the world. I'm here at Rolling Smoke with Kyle Stallings. How's it going? Good. Uh, we got a couple of beers here, some Independence Brew. Cheers. Old school Austin. Oh, yeah. I, uh, you brought us out a pretty awesome platter earlier. Uh, I like those stickers. You've got a pretty interesting trailer. Uh, do you do all the art? you hire a spray paint artist or what? Uh, yeah, it's all a spray paint artist on the trailer, another friend of mine that did the stickers and the, the logo and stuff, and actually another friend that did the stickers. So just a collaboration of, of me and my friends, basically, yeah. Nice. Uh, and, you know, we're sitting here uh, at the beginning of August. It's been a wild week in barbecue. Uh, Kreutz and Lockhart has decided to have forks and sauce. I saw that. Which is the first time in, what, like 100 years or I something? I saw that, yeah. Crazy. There was a, a rumor Franklin was closing that was shut down very quickly. Listen to that. Listen to that as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is false. Franklin is not closing. Uh, and Lockhart took another ding from a local newspaper, a gentleman named Matthew Odom, yeah. who said, Lockhart's a little overrated. Yeah. So it's been a it's been a wild week, and I'm actually, uh, if you guys want to stay tuned, there's a chance that Matthew Odom's going to get on the show in the next couple of weeks. So that'll oh, be cool, cool too. <laughs> uh, but I mean, seems like you're you're kind of on a different spectrum here. You're you're doing the, you got to stay open late, right? Oh yeah, the latest. Uh, How late? Three a.m. tonight, two thirty. Wednesday through Sunday. So um, you're feeding like the dinner crowd and the late night crowd. Yeah, we started out doing late night crowds uh, at Fifth and Colorado over there on the other side in the warehouse district, and we got all our business between two and three a.m. originally. Wow. Yeah, and then we moved over here about four years ago and uh, tried to start doing more, you know, day and dinner service, and just gradually graduated into some of that. So Fifth and Colorado was that. That was in the parking lot. That's a building now, right? It is a building now, yes. I used to do bicycle tours out of that bicycle trailer. Oh, with Keith? With Keith. Bird? Yeah, oh, Keith cool. Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's like good. a job I had years and years ago. Oh, wow. I just probably saw you over there and didn't even know. Yeah, I probably, we probably ran, ran right past each other a bunch of times. So this is that same trailer. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. knew it looked familiar. This is this is what it's become, so. That's awesome. Yeah. So where did you get the trailer? I mean, I you've got kind of like a, it's not a, re, a reverse or an offset. It's like a center set. Yeah, basically a center set. Um, all all built by my uh, partner, Carl Akers. He built this whole trailer, built the pit. Uh, him and his son, Elliot Akers, built the pit, welded it all, just came up with a plan and threw it together. And we've redone it a little bit since then. Uh, had had a couple guys come out from Precision Welding and cut it all out and redo it and put the plates in I was talking to you about. Um, they weren't removable at first, so nice. that caused a few fires. And uh, wow, yeah, <laughs> you might just have to seen clean that. them or what? Yeah, there was no way to really clean them. They were built in, and there was uh, it was just creating a shelf of uh, yeah, just scary fire stuff. So uh, we we got that all taken care of, and um, yeah, it's awesome now. And uh, <laughs> so for people who can't see the video, uh, you you've got kind of uh, your firebox is behind. The doors it centered. Yeah, centered on the trailer tongue. And so the 
the smoke comes through under a plate and then up and over kind of like a reverse smoker. Right. And is that was that a, a design or just kind of out of necessity? That was the way it was designed. It just, uh, yeah, it wasn't awesome. originally designed that uh, that that removable way. So, yeah, we, we learned our lesson and got drains and made it removable. And just kind of lessons you learn when you're building a, a barbecue trailer and you're just, you know, trying to do it yourself. And, you, you know, you're not a master pit builder and... <laughs> Yeah. Well, we know from a few guys that, you know, you don't have to have some perfectly built pit to have world-class barbecue. I mean, if you look right. at Leroy and Lewis down on South Congress, like Evan Leroy built that himself. And it's, you know, it's not a bad-looking pit, but yeah. it's definitely homemade. Yeah. We have a, a new pit in the works, so um, we'll be we'll be joining the Moberg family pretty oh, soon. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Everyone's got Sonny working. Yeah, we've, we've been waiting on that for a while. So we, we were bringing him a trailer, and then we're going to have a full trailer Moberg. I'm just trying to figure out which one. So probably the 500 gallon. Yeah. So do you, you know, you're not working with a lot of space. How many, how many briskets, how much food are you usually cooking? Um, it's just constant. You know, once we get started on Wednesday morning, we just keep filling it. And when we pull everything off, we fill it up again, usually going through about six to eight briskets, four to six pork butts, and then just random specials a day on the weekends. Nice. Yeah, because yeah, I, when I looked in there, it was packed. Yeah. And, but that's a good-looking smoker Yeah, it's packed it's, like that. Yeah, that's good, man. We keep it full, and we utilize all the space we have. Now, do you have, I'm guessing you know where all the hot spots yes. and kind of how it cooks? Yes, and after we redid it, the hot spots were, it's, it's cooked pretty pretty evenly. I did the biscuit test and put those, and it cooked everything perfectly. Nice. And it, But, you know, where the fire is obviously is a little hotter, and you just kind of range out from there. But it's it's pretty even. How many biscuits did you use for the biscuit test? Oh, shit. Uh, uh, eight, I guess. However okay. many within a can. I don't know. Maybe oh, okay. maybe not even a whole can. I I I've seen people put a lot of biscuits yeah. just to get every little. I, I covered pretty much every little area, so it may have been eight to 12. I don't Plus know. Plus, they're probably pretty good biscuits afterwards. I ate them. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, we had a party a long time ago for Thanksgiving, and I said everything must get smoked, so yeah. just bring things over to put in the smoker. So I had kind of two turkeys in the back where it was where they could just kind of stay slow and low. And then in the other door, we were throwing in pies. That's awesome. We were awesome. throwing in veggies. We, we, we made biscuits. We do a lot of that here because we don't have really any kitchen equipment. As you can see, it's all kind of just smoker. Yeah. And we, we cook our, you know, you have the smoked mac and cheese. And we do smoked awesome. okra and tomatoes. And we do, uh, I thought of something else. I was smoked cookies we did one time. Uh, uh, yeah, Matt, the Do you the have to make it hotter for that? In. Yeah, we had to crank it up super hot. And that was... That was back when before the redo, and it was kind of scary. And I was like, oh, we may not do this again. So we started <laughs> just smoking the masa. They were like uh, masa chocolate chip cookies, and we started doing wow. that. And um, So, yeah, just utilize the smoker and cooking with fire more than anything because we don't have anything else here. So, Are you full-on post oak? Or? Yeah, right now. I, I, I was, and I, and I like to do about 90% post oak and 10% pecan, but I've just... In the last two months, I had a real problem getting pecan. So we're, we're is that a price thing, or is that just like a flavor thing, or I? Because ten percent's not a lot. It is just a little bit to me. I, I like I like it super smoky, and I feel like the the post oak adds a, a deeper smoke element. I mean, the pecan adds a deeper smoke element to it that I like to add just a little bit more. Probably just personally because I want to taste a lot of smoke. Well, and I I noticed you know there's a good level of smoke on your brisket. It's not intense it's not overwhelming it's a it's a very gently kissed like 
I like the thick slices too. You, yeah, a lot of people don't slice brisket like that anymore. Well, we've learned. I mean, that's an evolution. If you came by the trailer, you know, five years ago when we were over there, it would have probably been chopped up, you know, to something. But you know, I like the look of the big slices, and we we try to go with that. So yeah. Now I see some hand paintings of beef ribs on your wall. Do you guys do those too? We do on Saturdays. Uh, every Saturday, we we tend to have. If we don't have that, we have like something like a Snake River Farms Wagyu brisket or something really? super special. Yeah, it's usually Saturday or Saturday night special. And uh, I almost did some for you today. I should have <laughs> I should have got them done. But yeah, oh, no we worries. do them every I'll come back. Yeah, we do them every Saturday night, and yeah. they're usually ready by six p.m. And um, yeah, they're out there. We do taco. We do a beef rib taco with them. That's amazing. And and you're right around the corner. Is Bomb Tacos still right over there? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that used to be one of my favorite taco places when I was. Always oh, two-stepping yeah. and stuff Me over too, at the White at Horse. Me too, the White Horse, yeah. I'd be eating those nachos like crazy. And I'm sure I am sure I used to work in a trailer, so we'd always trade food. They, uh-huh. Most of the guys around here will trade with you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And for sure. so there's a bunch of other trailers over here, but they none of them open till late, huh? Right. So yeah. you catch kind of the lunch-dinner crowd as well? Yeah, I mean, for us, we're cooking anyway, and we were open for years where we were just, I was just cooking, and we weren't open for lunch, and then it finally made sense to just like, well, hey, let's, open up for lunch and see what we can do over here. Cause this area is not always that busy or it wasn't up until the last year when you have all this, this new construction and stuff. And, uh, yeah, you got about 10,000 new neighbors. Yeah, I do. It was kind of dead over here during the day for a while, but we, we started doing it anyway, just cause somebody had to be here to cook. So we, you know, I've gotten a decent little day thing going now. For, for any of y'all who have been to Austin, we're, uh, we're just east of 35 on sixth street. Uh, across from Hotel Vegas, and uh, every block east of here, I think the the next three or four blocks all have gigantic apartments that are either built or about to be built. Yeah. So there's Real like one. the Liberty Bar and a brewery, and then besides those small buildings, everything else is three, four, five stories. Yeah, I think they might have got swallowed up. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of like when you see that one house in Manhattan that uh-huh. never got sold. Yeah. And there's this giant skyscraper next to it. Yeah, that's the Liberty <laughs> Bar now. Yeah. And so are you seeing, uh, you know, do you flyer or do you, do you reach out to these guys or they just all kind of come by throughout the day? Yeah, they, they definitely do. And they find out about it. I've reached out. I reached out to the Arnold, I think is this one. Mm-hmm. And drop them off to the office i'll drop off like a little tray and nice try to you know meet the the gatekeepers right exactly and that's all you need to know drop them off some business cards and and some food and that's about it and uh so you're cooking on post oak you got some big briskets in there are those creek creekstone are those cisco not this week they're um ibp prime we do oh really yeah swift 1855 Angus last week. So I just go where the money is. Nice yeah, they're always prime. Anything we do is always prime, but uh, I go back and forth with uh, the pricing. And if I can get Creek Stones for the right price, I'll do them. And so, you know, you're, I know that it's tougher when you're not buying as much. Yeah, to get that's the thing. And stuff like that. Yeah, my meat uh, service is sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe they're saving the Creek Stones for, uh, you know, somebody that buys. 90 a day or, yeah, or 10 something. cases yeah. or something. But uh, they're good. They're good. And I, I like these IBPs just as much. I mean. 
Do you go pick them up somewhere, or do you get a delivery? I get them delivered. Oh, cool. Yeah. And you keep... Is this everything? Do you have, like, a commissary yeah. or anything? Yeah, we have a central commissary, but oh, we, keep, okay. we keep all our, our... We're trying to run it where we keep all our meat and everything here. It's like, we don't nice. have storage over there, so... Yeah, this is, it's all here, and we ran off a generator for almost five years, um, or probably more than five years, honestly, uh, but we weren't doing it full-time. Yeah, I remember um, at 5th and Colorado, everyone was, it was running all generators. generators. So we ran off coolers, and we didn't have uh, – our life really changed last October when we got this power pole put in, and we got bar coolers, and we could keep stuff on, on deck, and, yeah, it was just life-changing. And right now you got what three guys working in there? Yeah, one, yeah. One of them's about to go home, one, and one of them's training. But nice. it's it's about it's become more of a two man job at night. It was all it was always kind of a one man show up until about this point, and uh, it's getting a little bit busier, and we're we're gonna start doing two men. And so are you? Two people. You're basically done cooking by the time all the bars are hopping. Yeah, so just kind of well, keep we, it, we start everything? cooking for tomorrow too. Like uh, we start cooking right. for the next morning at four. Yeah, we have to make sure that's on by four o'clock, and then by four in the morning, it's done for the morning. So you don't even need locks on your doors because they never shut. <laughs> yeah, you need them around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they shut. They shut for a little while, but uh, yeah, the uh, yeah. at La Barbecue they actually have like a system. So if, if they have to leave, they can lock all the pits shut. Oh yeah. So people you, don't steal all the meat. The front too, if you, it was kind of off when you saw, but I locked the pit every night. Yeah. Cause you never know what somebody's going to, I've caught people throwing the weirdest stuff in there. Um, into the fire or into, into the, the firebox, opening the firebox to come in and somebody put a, a lime squeezer, some other just weird metal. People are, you know, kind of crazy around here sometimes. Yeah, and, uh, you're, you're, uh, you have the, <laughs> the courage to be around when yeah. you know, most barbecue places are closed by 2 p.m. You're still open at 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we like to do. That's how we started out. And this, our concept is like late night barbecue. So. So how did you get from, you know, idea to fifth in Colorado? I actually didn't start it personally. I had a couple of friends that started it over there. Um, I came back and was just like, okay, this is cool. How can we make this better? And ended up just taking over one of the partnerships um, from one of the guys that was just not, you know, everybody wants to start a food truck but doesn't really want to put in the work when it comes down to it. And he, he had gotten a, a job making making money. So, yeah. he, you know, he got out of it. And I took over from him and just kind of little by little changed what I could change and <laughs> made it better figured it out you know I would I would hope I would hope yeah 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 and I mean you guys do the full gamut out of there I mean we we had some awesome banana pudding it was like cheesecake yeah that was exactly. delicious thank you that's what is that like a secret family thick. recipe or well somebody's I you know um I had a I had a friend that was making it and then she moved to Seattle and uh, she wouldn't really give us her recipe. It was her grandmother's recipe, but we knew what she used, and uh, me and Matt kind of figured it out. So, nice. yeah, it's somebody's recipe, but it's, yeah, it's ours now, and we, we took added a little bit and made it ours. So, And, uh, I mean, it, it's just there's so much fun style to the trailer, and it's amazing. You know, we've, we've been to places that put out 100 briskets a day and all this stuff but it's amazing what you can do with the space you have i mean i don't think there's one inch of wasted space in there and there can't be yeah. <laughs> yeah we can't afford to and so do you have plans once you get the moberg i guess once you get the moberg you can maybe yeah. turn the pit area into something else or you can yeah keep running i could probably pit. just cook specials on the pit um i'm also getting a mobile truck going as well i'm getting mechanically 
getting that worked on right now. So, so I like figured a catering truck or something. Yeah, I want to do like weddings and caterings and bar. Uh, not you know breweries. I like to just go to breweries and stuff like that. So well, you got like three on the street. So. Yeah, I can just go there. <laughs> but no, we've done Independence. Shout out to them, and uh, I love we've got good got good rapport with Independence and Oscar Blues and quite a few already. And um, I'm just doing pop ups. So figure with the mobile truck with the with the Moberg filling that up, I'll be able to do a little more catering and do a little more uh, pop-up. So, And so when you brought that platter out, also you had a green, a verde, like a jalapeno sauce. Right. Is that kind of like Donia style, just like roasted and yes, ground up? pretty much, uh, except for ours has some smoked elements. We do uh, about half of the stuff is smoked, some of the jalapenos. We do serranos and poblanos in there, too, and smoke all that with some garlic. And, wow. then, and then we, you know, do the oil and chilies and blend it like like that style but with a little more smoke and then there's there were three barbecue sauces and one was kind of that like sweet classic right like the i, I was th- i was thinking I'd, i need something to put on some chicken wings that was right, delicious yeah. and then you have like the classic texas yeah and then what was that third one was the bourbon sauce the bourbon sauce yeah. is that what that was Bullet yeah, bourbon sauce that had kind of its own little kick to yeah. it too yeah and so most you know while while Kreutz is just getting their first barbecue sauce uh <laughs> You know, what, what What made you decide to, to have a, a choice there? Well, I mean, you know, it started with our original sweet big red sauce. Um, and then I just wanted to make something uh, different. I did the bullet sauce. And then you got people that say, you know, your sauce is too sweet. Uh, you know, so I was like, okay, let's make a twangy Central Texas cider, apple cider vinegar based sauce for that. And then we'll cover everybody. No one can complain, right? Well, and uh, I mean, there there is a certain level of, you know, uh, people at the bar, people just, not that they're unhappy, but it, it's a different kind of customer service, you know, yeah. once the sun goes down. Oh, for sure. What would you call that? Just a smile and be patient? Yeah. Um, that's what you have to do, you know. Sometimes they're fun, they're fun and most of the time they're fun. And some, you know, it's really rare that you get someone that's really annoyingly drunk. But, uh, yeah, you just ignore it. I would just ignore it because it's going to happen. Are you doing, like, full platter? Like, are you, if someone wants a pound of brisket at oh, 2 a.m., yeah. you do it? We do it, yeah, yeah. We but do. are most people just asking for tacos? It's or? weird because, yeah, most people don't want to eat with their hands. They don't, we, like, our ribs uh, don't sell as much as, you know, the people want sandwiches and tacos, something they don't, they don't want to get messy because they're out, you know, trying to look fly i don't know yeah. like so we we'll do it and we will sell meat by the pound we have meat by the pound but we don't you know we don't really have platters on the menu but but people will order them anyway we'll do it all the time and with the no bread thing that's going on uh we do a bunch of the keto meals oh, people don't want yeah t- people don't want tortillas or whatever yeah, so we'll just kind of deconstruct our Playboy is our three meat sandwich, and we'll just kind of deconstruct that on a plate. And you get pulled pork sausage and brisket, and we always have that. But usually there's a extra meat of some sort too, a rib or pork belly burn in or something like that. And you're, you know, you're kind of on the cusp of up and coming Austin. Have you seen a huge boost in sales? Like, are you doing yeah, a ton more now? I mean, not that a huge boost, but a boost for sure. Like, I mean, it's the summertime, and we're doing good numbers. Like we got a pretty big boost. I, I think from that Chronicle brisket battle, like 
just having our name in that, even as ridiculous as it was with the the rankings, with yeah. the brackets of us against like, I think La Barbecue, Friedman's, and maybe Micklewaite. We're like all in our bracket. I'm like, yeah, I don't think we're gonna beat those guys on a <laughs> on a you know on a hey, popularity prime, contest. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if it was a blind taste test, maybe, but you know, not in a popularity contest. So, but just with our name being out there with that, it it seems to have brought a lot of a lot of business this summer. Well, and I have to say that you know the I, you've been on my list uh, for a while, but I kind of kept pushing you higher and higher because other pitmasters in town have been telling me to come check you out. Getting a recommendation from another pitmaster is you know a lot higher than just like oh this place is good yeah. from some random person. So right. I hope you appreciate that. I do. That's, I, I, it's amazing. I, that's what I love, and finally got. John Brotherton out here the other day, and uh, that just, yeah, that made my whole week, man. I just, <laughs> just like, love that dude, and we had a good, you know, that He's somebody like that to come out here and eat all your food, and, you know, can't beat that. And, uh, yeah, so I guess now you, you have to kind of, we're, we're going to have to pull you into the barbecue fam. You're, uh, yes. it, it sounds like you're too busy to, to come out to snows and things, so. Uh, we're gonna have to keep helping you find staff. No, I got uh, it. I, I, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, I you like, gotta start showing up to all the the hangouts. I can't take it anymore. I have to go out there. Yeah, soon. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, what's the top of your list when you get some free time here? Vacations type stuff. I need. I still need or to go just visit places my. You want to go eat? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely snows is all I can think of right now because. <laughs> Talking tomorrow to you Saturday. Because tomorrow's Saturday and talking to you. And, yeah, it's just uh, coming closer to reality. I, I think I'm going to go out to the switch tomorrow to that nice. uh, pitmaster meet. And I got, I'm got i friends with a few of the guys out there, Marco and Troy. And I then, love Marco, dude. Yeah, me too. And, and to meet those uh, the other guys I haven't met will be cool. So going out there tomorrow. Yeah, and the switch is, like, cleaning up right now. They got a ton of good guys. They got even more. Insane. Uh, for for um Style switch as well. Exactly. So yeah. Andy and Braun just went over there, and I, I, I need to go visit Andy Morris. is a good friend of mine, too. Like, I want to go visit him soon. He's, and He's so soft-spoken. Yeah, he's the best. We, I've tried to get him on the show so many times, but I'm afraid he's too shy. You have to help me. You got to get him, get, him, get him on a, a few drinks. Maybe he'll do it. You know? I want to uh, – Zach was really excited, the guy who was always cutting that at Franklin. He was excited. I think it would be fun to have, like, all the ex-Franklin guys with the – the yeah, guy that still works there. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny because I don't know if there was there was as much politics a few years ago. I mean, I still ate barbecue a few years ago, but now we've been kind of entrenched in the world. So, have you seen like a ramp up in the popularity of barbecue and people kind of jumping around, changing pits and all that? Yeah, I mean, it seems like if if somebody's not happy, it looks like they're you know they're going to make the switch as they say so <laughs> <laughs> well and it's crazy because that's not the only place i mean there yeah. has been kind of this little exodus from franklin but there's been a bunch of there's a couple young guys who are just kind of free agents uh that work that in a too. couple places there's guys that are just kind of there's no like newspaper you can read you just kind of hear these things when i you're see at these it on uh, instagram yeah you on know, instagram yeah. exactly yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, wait, he works there now? Yeah. I and uh, the young guys, they got their own little mafia or something. Yeah. I need, I need to get in on it. I think I, Dylan Taylor runs it all. Yeah. Dylan he's and Brendan, and, and, and like, I see them going all over the place. Friend. I'm like, wow, you guys, that's awesome. Like, and they're young, and, I, you know, that's good for them. Well, and 
Brendan's up in uh, Fort Worth now. Really? I need to go check out his... Uh, yeah, he's opening a place called Smiley's. Okay, yeah. He's got some partners up there and some investors, and he's super excited about cooking. Uh, he did, I think he's done two cooks on, uh, he's actually got a, a pit maker up there that he works with, uh-huh. um, Primitive Pits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them. Yeah. And so Primitive built him uh, a few smokers, and so he's seasoned them and now done a few cooks on them. So he's, he's super excited. I think he's only doing... Uh, you know, catering and small things. But yes. Smiley's Barbecue is, I think, solidified a location. I, I, I don't have any specific details, but cool. everyone's everyone's always like, just wait. Yeah. Cool, Pay man. attention and just wait. Yeah, I definitely want to get out. The snow, I guess Truth would be my other, uh, my second, or maybe even just as bad. I want to go out there. So. Yeah, I mean, it's not, once you're at snows, you're not that much further. Exactly. So. It's still. Driving driving to Snows and then Truth and then back to Austin, that's a haul. That's yeah. like a good that's like a half a day at least. And you're super full on the way yeah. home. Well and it's fun because uh at Truth they have those giant, you know, uh those giant slices of cake. cake. So then you're really done. I've seen it. We actually uh we went to Snows once when it was closed and we forgot we thought that they were opening that weekend but they were actually opening again the next weekend. Uh-huh. So then we drove all the way out to Truth and we were so hungry by then. And it was like we had to be somewhere. We we realized, oh crap, we're late. So I, uh, my lady was literally like hand feeding me beef rib as we were driving back to Austin because we didn't even have time to sit there and eat it. <laughs> Can't beat that. It was pretty fun. Uh, so you guys have been around. You've been from Fifth and Colorado to East Six, which isn't a huge. Was that two mile move? Yeah, uh, I'd say so. You, you like your crew? You got some good guys going. These oh, guys for have sure. been shredding since uh oh, since yeah. you sat down with me which is nice i always know when i'm doing an interview if the places run well because if the the guy i'm talking to has to get up and we have to pause all the time i know i'm like you know oh, okay well you, you're still worried about the staff last you, last you're chilling you know last year last month it might have been a different story but yeah these guys are great matt has been here almost two years he's he's moving to hawaii he's been wanting to move there for 10 years you know so I support him fully, and we're just Is trying he to cook barbecue out there. I don't think so. You know, he's cooked at a lot of places. He's cooked. He used to cook at Key and Kimuri, and he's you know he's just a, a really good cook and loves to cook and, and has done a lot of it. And I don't know what his plans are. I don't even know if he wants to cook anymore, or if he just wants to take a vacation from it all and go surf. I you know, but I support his dream, and I, I want you know I want him to live his life to the fullest. And we're just trying. We're going to try to get these guys trained and, and, you know, not fall off in, in any way, you know, so. Well, the, uh, you know, the, the ability to cook Texas barbecue is like a, it's a valuable skill now. There's people looking for it. There's people, you know, there's guys in uh, California that would, that are yeah. offering people money to go out there and cook. Yeah. And I was, t- I was talking to Ray from, um, Ray's, now Ray's Texas barbecue. Yeah. Uh, uh, over in Huntington Park in L.A., and he's, you know, he's seeing it all over the place. But a lot of them, you know, they, they don't realize the work that goes into it. Right. What a lot of people th- want to do it, but then when you get started. It's like, what do you think separates? Is just hard work, or you think there's, like, a certain, you I have mean, to have a certain passion? You fall in love with it. Like, yeah, I just started, you know, like I said, I just started doing it as kind of a hobby job type friend thing. And then you just kind of you figure out, you start getting that feeling, and there's nothing like it you know you fall in love and you just want to keep creating and making people happy and you you get 
more you know sense of accomplishment from someone you know that loves your food than you're going to get from anything else so i don't know I, you can't beat it and you got a lot of regulars here yeah are they mostly during the day or do people come like every night all, or all, all bartenders all night, every day and night but it's yeah people come from all over people come from all over the area at night and knowing that they can get some decent barbecue past you know nine or whatever they're it's hard to get barbecue at nine, let alone yeah, let alone midnight. Two, <laughs> yeah. So you guys probably have a pretty crazy line certain times of night. We'll have to come back and shoot some uh, some late night shenanigans. I think maybe from you never know. It's so weird here. Sometimes we're just steady groups, and sometimes you know, sometimes like eleven to two, it's you know a decent line, but it's it's, it's just super steady, and we don't have too too bad of a line here ever. I as far as I know, you know, there'd be a freak time, but. So you're you're serving people pretty quick. We try to. There's no like hour wait yeah, at Rolling not Smoke. Yeah, at all. No, we try to serve people, and I don't think much more than 15 or 20 minutes if, at the worst. You know, usually five or ten. So. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, Key was right down the street. They they up and went. Yeah. Uh, you've probably seen a lot of. I mean, I guess Hotel Vegas has stayed the same. Gypsy Lounge. Yeah, went. Gypsy's been gone. Is it uh? Is it, is it like bolster your confidence that everything's changing around you and you guys just keep cooking barbecue? Um, I don't even I don't even know if I thought about it. I just yeah, I just keep cooking barbecue and hopefully things just keep people keep buying it and that's uh, that's that's all I can do. I don't know, but yeah, things are gonna change around here. We're gonna be lucky to hold this spot down every day that we get it is a blessing because you never know what's gonna happen if this place is gonna turn into whatever, yeah they literally you know. built an entire building on your last spot yeah and they'll do it again <laughs> so uh luckily hopefully we'll uh, have a good enough following and stuff going that we wouldn't have a hard time finding a bar or something to move into now and i've, I've gotten a few offers off rainy street but i'd rather be over here you know yeah. so people are a little different over here yeah for sure and so do you have i mean you got any wild ideas you're going to throw on the pit you got any recipes new ideas any big changes you're trying to make or just kind of um, keeping it i mean most most texas places their their consistency is half their brand you know but i can see you you've got some new ideas so we like know. always try new ideas like we we do just different stuff all the time and experimenting and we we've done that for the past few years so we kind of see what what's working and you know we certain certain times a year just have certain things that we do i i I'd like to get more space to get back into making pastrami more. Uh, I love pastrami. Me too. And I've got I've got one more of those Wagyu Snake River Farms left that I'm going to make pastrami with. So nice. it's going to be. Is the challenge just brining it or having space it's for that? It's the space for the brining. Yeah, like you, this thing is full always. Like yeah. and uh, yeah, legitimately having space for the brining without taking up my refrigerator, you know, somewhere and you know it's gotta yeah you gotta you gotta have more space and it's yeah. hard well it sounds like you're on your way sounds like you're 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 closer than you've ever been closer than we've ever been yeah i'm happy with where we are for sure well and uh this is why i love taking the show everywhere because we like to talk to people that have been doing it for 100 years but we like to talk to the hustlers like you that are sweating every day that are sharing you know 20 square feet with four guys <laughs> yeah and uh, as you've heard on the show, you know, we, we call our fans the Meat Man. Right. Hashtag Meat Man. Mm. Uh, you know, that's where the, the Meat Man burrito came from. 
in uh, in L.A. at Ray's Barbecue. Oh, he, really? Uh, he actually stole. He didn't steal it, but he basically dominated the hashtag for like a month. Yeah. Um, while we were all kind of getting friendly and meeting each other, uh, and then he made that Me Band burrito, and we were like ready to have a party. And now it's like on every TV news, which is awesome. Oh, cool. But uh, a meat man, meat woman, they're just someone who cares about barbecue. They're someone who loves that smoky taste. They're someone who knows that, you know, taking your time and paying attention to the fire, to the meat, you know, it creates something. And so as a pit master, as an owner of a successful badass barbecue spot right in the middle of Austin, Texas, where <laughs> is probably now the capital of of Texas barbecue, at least, might be the capital of barbecue in general. Uh, what's your message to those guys that are either cooking at home or trying to start their own thing, sweating in their own uh, trailer? Just keep cooking. Don't stop, because if you stop, you're going to get left behind. It's too crazy right now. <laughs> Do you feel like that's part of the, the drive, is just waking up every day, cooking, and just showing up, have, always having something on the menu? It's weird, because, you know, with a job, normally you dread all those things, and a week goes by and I don't even notice because it's just like, it's just, it's a routine and I love it. And it's just like, it's great. So I don't know. I can't, yeah. So I can't discourage anybody from doing it because if, if you make it work, it's going to be awesome. Well, that's a great message. Kyle Stallings, there's happiness in barbecue. Oh, for sure. The weeks will fly by. Oh, the years. If you get to cook. Really? <laughs> yeah, right. Does it feel like you were just like on fifth in Colorado oh, a week for sure. ago? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you look back at, you know, you want to keep going. You want to be, you know, number one. You want to talk, you know, you want to accomplish a lot of stuff. But you, looking back from two years ago, where we were and where we are now, is if you if you take the time to do that, you'll you'll really appreciate. And so, uh, when you heard the rumors, were you excited? Maybe Frank Lone will shut down um, and get even more business. I didn't really think they were going to shut down. I I, <laughs> I I I entertained the idea that maybe that it was going to get sold, but and. It does. I don't think they affect our business that much. Like it's a whole different dynamic, and people are there in the morning, and we're here at night. And yeah. the funny thing is, I have guys come over here earlier this year, and a guy bought like a bag of tacos to take to his friends that were waiting in line at Franklin's. So nice. I was like, wow, that's that's funny. Yeah. So it they, does. They I don't just think come it's, here and gotten a whole meal. I don't think it's gonna affect us. Like you know, like. Even with the fire, when the fire, you know, when the fire happened, it's like we you saw. You probably it. noticed a little bump. Maybe huh? not. Not. I guess you open when every everyone else is basically sold out. We were over there. We were over there in some lunches, and I didn't. You know, I I didn't see it crazy. I didn't see anything crazy like noticeably. But you, you need to you need to fly or, uh, <laughs> uh, all the other like. When everyone puts up their sold out sign, you have to run up and put a roll yeah, smoke I'm sticker. Yeah, I'm not I'm not that good at that, but yeah, once the mobile truck yeah. is is running, we, we start we cooking. Just pull right up. And, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm just. Well, it, you could have a slogan like, you know, we open when everyone else sells out. Right. That's it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this niche is it, it's badass, man, and it's cool to see you guys just growing and changing and uh showing up because you know i've worked a hundred jobs on sixth street and yeah. you know the the clientele isn't always that great but it's yeah. cool that you guys enjoy the vibe and you stay up all night yeah man well kyle rolling smoke thank you so much thank you young. enjoy your day thank you for the food it was delicious oh, i appreciate you guys coming out the barbecue sauces were amazing and uh we look forward to the next time maybe we'll get a beef rib next time yeah anytime uh, all right let me know thank you they call me the meat man. Y'all don't see me eat now. Hit on the meat man. Y'all don't see me eat now. 
This has been a production of Glenn Cliff Media, recorded live in Austin, Texas. Hello.